Shalom, shalom, everybody. Welcome back to another Pulse of Israel, Israel at War update here in our beautiful, ancestral, indigenous Judean hills that we are trying to protect to ensure that nothing happens here like what happened down south because they are planning to do it also to all us Jews here in Judean Samaria. All right, here let's start off with the, uh, with the war update. And I'm going to start actually from up north, okay? Because I've mentioned this to you before. And uh, again, so it's been a long day and I got a very short sleep ahead of me. So it's going to be as quick as I can in order to give this over to you. But uh, almost every single day I've been telling you that Hezbollah up north have been shooting at Israel. Little by little, they've been shooting at us. They've been keeping it on a low flame. Now, not everything's hitting the news of what's going on up there. And it's not really a low flame. But um, right now, Hezbollah has basically decided, or basically Iran has decided not to go to war yet against Israel from up north. Even though Hamas was expecting it, even though the 100,000 plus rockets that Iran has in southern Lebanon are all there to shoot Israel at one day. Their plan to infiltrate Israel and attack our communities up there is been, has been known for years. So like, like I've always been telling you, it's not a question of if there will be a war from Iran, Hezbollah, and all their other Iranian proxies up north in Syria, etc., etc. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. All right, so today Hezbollah really... Uh, Took us took it a step up, and they shot an anti-tank missile at civilians driving on the Israeli side of the border. I think it was five Israeli civilians killed in that attack. Uh, in response, Israel attacked in 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 Lebanon, but basically we're seeing the northern border heat up. So that question of when. We're going to have a, a war on our northern front is getting closer. Um, I don't know whether it's going to be tonight, tomorrow, next week, next month, half a year. Don't know. But it is happening. It's, it's heating up up north. And um, it was reported, and this is very interesting, because it, at first it was said it was fake news, and the Lebanese were, and Hezbollah were saying it's fake news, but it's supposed to be real news. The Israeli army were dropping leaflets in southern Lebanon, telling the southern Lebanese to leave their homes and go north. Which, what does that sound like? It sounds very sim similar to what the army's doing in Gaza, telling all the Gazans in northern Gaza to leave and go south, right? Now, here's the interesting thing. Hezbollah is extremely similar to Hamas. They use the Lebanese civilians as human shields. Hezbollah also has their um, rockets and their, and, and their militants in villages, in homes, in public buildings. Again, using their, the, the Lebanese human shield, the Lebanese civilians as human shields, just as Hamas in Gaza uses the Gazans as human shields. So, Israel is basically warning civilians, get out of there. We're going to come in and you're going to be in trouble. Leave. Don't be human shields. Don't risk your lives and lose your lives in being human shields for Hezbollah. And I keep on telling you this. 
if another way, another reason we know that it's only a question of when there will be war up north, because after Hamas did this this atrocity, infiltration in Israeli communities, massacring, mutilating, decapitating, kidnapping, after Hamas did this, and we know. For years, the Hezbollah has been saying they're going to do it. Now, Israeli citizens who live up north will not return up north until Israel gets rid of Hezbollah from southern Lebanon. Because right now, they're on the fence. They're right on the other side of the fence. It's insane. Because of whatever. According to an official international ceasefire, they're not allowed to be there. But who cares about international law? And Israel never wants to piss off the international community, because Lebanon always blames us, the the world always blames us. So Israel has allowed the situation to be created that Hezbollah militants are right on the border, right at the border fence, ready to attack, ready to infiltrate at any moment. So with this new situation, after Hamas just did it, Israeli civilians from the northern border, or they're not going to return until Israel wipes out Hezbollah from southern Lebanon so they could feel safe living there. So again, the question is when this will happen. And it's obviously very interesting that Hezbollah and Lebanon were saying, no, it's not true. Israel didn't, dro- didn't drop these leaflets telling everyone to run away from their homes in southern Lebanon because they're afraid. They're afraid that they're going to lose their human shields and they don't want... Uh, they don't want the Lebanese civilians in southern Lebanon to leave or to be afraid that something's going to happen. So they're trying to tell the Lebanese civilians in southern Lebanon not to leave. That is what's going on at the northern border, what just took place today. Things heating up, heating, heating up. Again, don't know when it's going to blow up there. It's only a question of when, not if. Going down to Gaza, the Israeli army continues continues to go house by house, street by street. I'm telling you, looking at the pictures and the videos of what's going on in Gaza, it is just beautiful to see the beautiful beaches of Gaza, to see the the infrastructure, to see the Gaza Arab Hamas infrastructure, building streets, all ruined, all destroyed. Now, here's something that you don't hear usually because the place looks beautiful. I mean, again, before we, 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 we just destroyed it and we're flattening it out. But the streets, uh, the buildings, the houses in Gaza are beautiful. Like, what are you told in the news? You're told, oh, my God, it's the biggest prison in the world, the biggest open-air prison with two million Gazans stuck in an open-air prison, right? You're made to think like it's this one horrible, disgusting refugee camp. Folks, you don't understand. Hamas in Gaza, they've been getting billions of dollars from the world for years. They are some really, really rich Gazans. And Hamas were really, really rich people because they took all the money for themselves. So yes, there are some poor Gazans, but there's so many beautiful mansions and beautiful hotels and beautiful luxury car showrooms. It's insane the life they had there. They took your money. They took American money, European money, international money, United Nations money, and they became rich. These terrorists, these subhuman, disgusting Evil Gazan Arab Muslims became rich on your money, and Israeli soldiers are going in there and like, oh my God, these houses are gorgeous. Right now we're destroying them, but they're gorgeous houses. They lived in luxury in Gaza. Yes, they were poor Gazans. If you weren't connected to Hamas, you were poor. They still voted for Hamas, but not everyone was connected to them. In any case, it's unbelievable seeing that little by little, street by street, we're cleaning it up, flattening it out. 
And the most unbelievable video that came out of Gaza today were Israeli soldiers putting up a mezuzah on a house in Gaza. The first mezuzah. The mezuzah is... is uh, according to the Torah, according to the Bible, Jews, to symbolize that God is watching over our homes, right? We place our trust in God and God alone. It's not the physical house that protects us. It's God that protects us. And we put on a mezuzah that has parchment of, of a Torah scroll with certain, uh, certain paragraphs from the Torah. They put a mezuzah, the first mezuzah on a house in Gaza since 21 Jewish communities were destroyed back in the year 2005. And I was there when all the Jews were expelled from Gaza. Um, so it's unbelievable to see this video of Israel Jewish soldiers in Gaza once again putting up the first mezuzah on a home. And please God, the day will come speedily when we're going to be putting up lots of mezuzahs on lots of homes to so that all of us Jews can move back and resettle the Gaza Strip, making it into a true oasis and beautiful place for everyone living there, including those Arab Muslims who understand how blessed they are to live under the Jewish state of Israel. There are not going to be two million of them because most of them hate us and are they're, they're taught to they're taught to, to with their mother's milk to hate us and to want to kill us, but there might be some who will remain. So please God that they should come soon. Now, I just want to talk to you about the refugee issue. And I've mentioned this before, but I just want to bring, up, uh, bring this up again from a different perspective. The Egyptian foreign minister just said, Egypt will, not, will, will, not, will never take in refugees from Gaza because that will end the Palestinian issue. You understand? The foreign minister of Egypt basically just admitted to the world that the Palestinian issue is a pawn. They, those people are pawns in order to get at Israel. That's all they are. No one cares about them. The Arab Muslim world doesn't care about the Arab Muslims in Judea and Samaria or Gaza. They, just, they don't even care about them in Lebanon and Jordan, right? Those are Arab Muslim countries. Anyone who's Palestinian still lives in a refugee camp and they're not given equal rights. So we're called, Israel's called the apartheid state where all the Arab Muslims who live in Israel are Israeli citizens with full equality. But those Arab Muslims who are called Palestinian refugees in Lebanon and Syria and Jordan, they're not given full rights. They're not given equality. That's true apartheid. But no one cares because it's Arab Muslim countries that treat them like second-class citizens. And here too, again, the Egyptian foreign minister, just whether it's today or yesterday, said right to the press, no, we're not going to be taking in any of those Gazans because that would end the Palestinian issue. And the Palestinian issue is something that the Arab Muslim world uses to, uh, to, to attack Israel and try to destroy Israel. Now, everyone should ask, be asking themselves, what is this? There are hundreds of millions of refugees from, country, from conflicts all over the world, and the world takes in all those, all those refugees. Uh, Ukraine, now the whole Western world took in Ukrainian refugees. 14 million Syrian refugees, or 11 million, 12 million, whatever, all over the world they were taken. But only the refugees from Gaza, no, 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 the world doesn't want them. The world, they have to live in Gaza. Right, Blinken, Blinken, and now I think the 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 the, the, the commanding general of the United States Army said the Ar the Arabs must remain in Gaza. They must remain there. Why must they remain there? Why is it okay for Ukrainians to be refugees and taken all over the world, for Syrian refugees to be taken all over the world, but only the Gaza Arab Muslims, they must remain in Gaza. No one should allow them, and Egypt is forbidding them to go out. Right? Remember, everyone. 
Gaza has a border not just with Israel, but also with Egypt. So Egypt, they could they be escaping in Egypt. Hundreds of thousands, mil, two million Arab Muslims from Gaza could escape. And understand, they want to leave. Over the past few years, a quarter of a million Gaza and Arab Muslims left to immigrate to other countries around the world. They want to leave. They have no life for themselves except for the rich Hamas uh, people in Gaza. Most of them, they want to leave. Let them leave. World, let them leave. Force Egypt to open the border to let them leave. But no, now you understand. You have to understand. According to Egypt and the whole, the, no Arab Muslim countries offering to take them in either. Don't they care about their brothers? No, they don't care about them. They don't care about them. They're a thorn in everyone's side, and they like having it being a huge thorn, uh, which allows the world also to pressure Israel and try to weaken Israel. And, and so Israel's always dealing with the terror and the evil of the Arab Muslims around us. So wake up, wake up people's eyes and realize the insanity and the, and, and, and the, the double standard where being held against the Jewish state of Israel versus other places around the world, anywhere else in the world where there's a conflict, where there's a, where there's a war, yes, you, uh, you encourage refugees to go other places and be taking in and for countries to take them in so they can have better lives and leave the war conflict. All of a sudden when it comes to Israel, the Jewish state of Israel, no, 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 no. No one, no, no one in the world should take them. They must remain in Gaza. They must remain in control of themselves. Israel, even though the only moral solution is for Israel to totally control the Gaza Strip, and the moral solution, again, is to allow all those Arab Muslims to leave and get anywhere else in the world and live in other places, because anytime Arabs are allowed self-rule near us, they use that to create a terror base to kill Jews and destroy the state of Israel. So we, now is our opportunity finally to clean Gaza, let all the Arab Muslims leave and immigrate so that Israel can take over and then all of Israel can be protected, the Jewish state of Israel can be protected, and the Arabs can have better lives other places around the world. But no, according to the world, according to the Egyptian foreign minister, and I didn't hear anything from Blinken or the President Biden um, uh, calling out the Egyptian foreign minister, how can you say such a thing? Nothing, right? No one cares. No one cares because they want the Arabs to remain there. They want them to remain a thorn in the side of the Jewish state of Israel and continue to cause us problems. No one cares about human rights. No one cares about what's good for the, good for the Arabs. No one cares about protecting Israeli lives that were safe. No, 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 no. It's all a sham. It's all a game. And at the end of the day, Israel must do what we have to do to protect ourselves. And even and we're still being the most moral army in the world, even while we're dealing with this insane evil who created the most horrific massacre of Jews ever since the Holocaust. So this is what we are up against. And I have to say kudos to Prime Minister Netanyahu and his government who have basically said they're trying to take the thorn out of Biden's plan, right? Biden's plan is there must be a Palestinian state and they must give, we must give over uh, Gaza to the Palestinian Authority. No Israeli soldier. We're not risking any Israeli soldier's life, any Jewish life in order to hand over Gaza to another Nazi organization called the Palestinian Authority. That's just as bad as Hamas. They supported the massacre. They had their own forces take part in the massacre. Yet Blinken and Biden want Israel to, they want us to beat Hamas, right? Palestinian Authority couldn't beat Hamas. Hamas did a military coup against the Palestinian Authority. So they want to use us to beat, get rid of Hamas in order then to hand Gaza over to the Palestinian Authority? No way, Jose. And basically, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu said that in more diplomatic words, saying the war is going to take a year, 
meaning if Biden's out of office, won't even be an issue anymore. The war is going to take a year, and it must be totally under Israeli security control. He sort of threw a bone saying the Arabs will rule themselves, but the second, it's going to be totally under Israeli military control. That's already putting the diplomatic speak of saying, okay, we're never going to allow a Palestinian authority in there to rule. So, Again, I wish we can have leadership to stand up and say, what are you talking about? We're liberating Gaza. We're saving the lives of Gazans. Going to give them a better life so they can immigrate anywhere else around the world. And we're going to resettle. It's part of the Jewish state of Israel. Historically, every Shabbat, we sing a song, Kari Bon Olam, was written by a rabbi who lived in Gaza. Every Shabbat, if you're a Jew and you sing Shabbat songs, remember, look it up. Kari Bon Olam was written by a Jewish rabbi who lived in Gaza around 500 years ago. Gaza has been part of the Jew- Jewish history for hundreds of years, thousands of years. The Talmud, we have rabbis in the Talmud from Gaza. So I wish we had leadership that could stand up and say that, but because of geo- the geopolitical situation, we don't. But in the meantime, I'm saying thank you and Hakarat Tatov and grateful that Netanyahu at least is putting up a barrier to Blinken and Biden and saying, no, 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 you're not going to go there in his own diplomatic speak of what he believes he can say without America uh, getting upset at him and getting upset at Israel and pushing back against us and trying to stop us in our war effort. That's it, everyone. That's the latest. Thank you so much for watching. Pray, pray, pray. God above is watching everything. He's in charge and he wants to see that we are connected Connecting to, connected to ourselves, connect, where the Jewish people connected as one with one another and connected with understanding he runs the world, no one else. Unbelievable things, unbelievable miracles are taking place in this, in this war only because the Jewish people are strong and one and reconnecting with God above. So if you are not yet a subscriber to my Pulse of Israel videos, go to pulseofisrael.com and click to subscribe. And if you like this video and want to help me, you want to help us get it seen by many more people, click on the donate button on pulseofisrael.com so we can have this video seen by many more people. Wishing you peace, blessing, and lots of love from the holy, ancestral, eternal, beautiful, biblical, and indigenous land of Israel here in the Judean Hills. Shalom, everyone. Thanks for watching. And share, 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 and pray all the time.